start recording because this is quarantine's getting to me, y'all. I don't. I've been sitting around trying to start this podcast. Just going quarantine crazy. If that's what you gotta, if that's what you gotta call it, we gonna call it, man. People, welcome back to the Growing Samoan Podcast, y'all. Talo falava, malo aloha, yorana, pulavinaka, kiora, mabuhai, afade. And for those who don't know what islands or languages that's from, I'ma just give a quick, you know, of course, talofa, because this is the Growing Samoan Podcast, Growing Samoan, if you want to call it that. And Talofa means greetings in my native tongue, Samoan. Malolele is for all my Kongas. Uh, that's how we say Tongans, Tongans. Of course, everybody knows Aloha. That's Hawaii. Yorana. 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 That's Tahiti. Tahiti. Bulavinaka is Fiji. 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 Fijian. Kiora, 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 Kiora. They say pretty quick. That's uh, for the Kiwis. New Zealand, New Zealand. Mabuhai, that is for my Filipino partners. Filipino in the house. That's Tagalog, I think. Yeah, Tagalog. Tagalog. Speak Tagalog. From the Philippines. Uh, my uncle was 100% Filipino. So I was raised with a lot of Filipinos. My cousins are half Filipino, and I went to school with a lot of, we call them flips, Filipino partners. And Afade is Chamorro. I don't even know I'm going on with this, but this is, you know, being in quarantine, it's got me thinking a while, and I just want to talk about all things life and how we're going about this coronavirus, COVID-19, that means 19 in the Samoan language, and how the world is reacting upon it. And we got a lot to talk about today that's, it's, I'm just going crazy right now. I'm just, I'm cracking myself up because if you go to our YouTube channel, please go to the YouTube page, subscribe, YouTube channel, whatever you want to call it, page, channel. I... <laughs> Big shout outs to Zoom right now. We're using Zoom. And I I was first using QuickTime Media Player to do my recordings, but Zoom is coming up in the world. And right now I am using Zoom and they have this feature where you can put up a background, a visual background. You can change it up. A lot of people are using my boy. Big shout outs to Heinz from the FT podcast. He he told me, he said, hey, yo, hand go down to the, the video button, click it and hit visual, and then you can add in background. So Right now, if you're watching the YouTube uh, channel, I have a picture in the background of Huntington Beach, California. That's, I think that's LA County. I'm not sure, but the picture I have up is of the beach during right now. I don't know how, how recent this photo is, but it's got, you know, a few people with their masks on walking on the beach and people are behind. <laughs> and right now I'm representing my, uh, I got my, my Cali life uh, shirt on too. And, and it's weird. I'm wearing shorts too. So it looks like I'm on the beach. Like, uh, if you're watching the video, I'm walking on the beach with these, these three, they look Asian. 
these three Asian homies right here, the two the two Asian homies and, and the girl right here, we wear masks and I don't have my mask, but I do wear a mask just to let so hitting the mic just to let you guys know. But I just wanna say thank you once again for walking with me down this beach wearing your mask, enjoying the sun sunshine. So beautiful. Just walking down this beach and enjoying the sun. <laughs> wearing your mask and help to help prevent the uh, spread of the coronavirus, COVID-19. And if you're not like this bookie O in the background and, and this other lady, I'll see, I didn't even see this dude. Check out the video. This guy, he's got like the whole shirt on as a mask. I didn't even see that. That's pretty cool because that's what I started using before I actually got a mask and bought a couple masks that were kind of dirt cheap over at the Asian store. There was like two Nike masks, they're like black masks for $7.99. I was like, I had, to, I had to stretch out the ears for those masks because my head is so big. So I put on two rubber bands to, to extend them. Kind of like this this guy over here, you're watching a video. He's got, he's got the blue like medical mask on and the, the things that wrap around your ear, if you got a big head like me, you got to extend those. So what you do is you get some more rubber bands, you cut those in half, and then you tie them together to the, um, you cut the, the the things on the mask and you tie those together. Anyways, that's some MacGyver shit right there. So you got to do what you got to do, people. You know, you got to adapt to the situation and make it happen. But yeah, big shout outs to these, uh, these four fuckers right here. Um, not, 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 not that I'm saying that they're, you know, bad people, but they got their mask on. So that's all good. This bookie right here, this Spalangi guy, he's walking with his dog, looking at them like, hey, what's wrong with y'all? No, what's wrong with you, homie? You know, that's the problem. What's wrong with you? You can walk around with your dog, with your shirt off and everything, no, no slippers or nothing. But man, put a mask on at least, you know, show some support, man. There's people out there dying, homie. And that's the main thing. There's people out there dying. This is a pandemic. This ain't fake. This is real. This is real deal. The reason why I say it's not fake is I'm a financial guy. And my take on it is pretty simple. When it comes to finances, greedy mofos would do anything in the world to actually keep the money flowing. Now, with that being said, Vegas is shut down all the casinos around your neighborhood closed nothing do you know how much money is being lost right now and do you know how many ties that people have within the government and not only that just crooked politicians and just crooked high corporation level people that have links to this kind of you know funding or there well, about the bottom line is money has stopped from big organizations to casinos to gambling. And that is something that is impossible to, to, to happen, but it has happened. Why? Because it's coronavirus, the idiots, it's a pandemic. If there's more people inside, sorry to call you idiots, please. I didn't mean to call you idiot, but for the idiots that think that this is a, some kind of whatever make believe thing, it's a flu virus that spreads to other people. 
So if you're in a large group, you're going to get, you're going to, you know, get infected by this coronavirus. And large groups happen to be in casinos, into large events and this and that, sporting events and so on and so on. And there's so much money being made there. So if, if all powers, you know, that be are able to stop people with that amount of money, big money, big, big bottle players, then this shit is real. Shut the fuck up. Stop acting like this is some crazy thing that is, it, you know, that people are making up. It's fucking real, y'all. And the reason why you guys, well, not you, not you, the listeners. I love you. My listeners are cool. They know what's up. You guys are here for a reason. You guys are here because this coronavirus, well, not even because corona. You guys are here because you guys are trying to get your money right, your coupe help, and trying to live life nice and happy like me. I'm happy right now. I ain't going to fucking lie. I ain't going to bullshit. It's Sunday. I can't lie, but I'm not going to lie. Me and Tala are living the best of our lives that we have ever lived in all the years we've been together. Hell, in all the years of my life, things have just been going great, even through this pandemic. Um, thank God, physically, uh, we haven't been affected. Not that I know of, I still haven't taken a damn test because the government don't even allow you to take a test unless you're feeling sick and shit. But um, I was, I'm going on a tandem, but hey, just something for you guys listening to, to listen to while you're in quarantine or, you know, back at it again, listening to the podcast. Uh, where was I going with this? I was going to the point that, I don't know, I just lost my train of thought, but oh well. If Tyler was here, she'll throw me back on track, but she's not. And, you know, I forgot to mention that um, it's only going to be me today, but hey, it's all good. Tyler's hanging out with her moms, and that's where she's at. Thank God, you know, they're, she was, they were actually in the front, um, uh, in the other room, hanging out, and she's been here over the weekend. But, yeah, it's just me to day on this podcast big shout out to my lovely wife my co-host who's spending some time with her mama and which is a lovely thing i suggest everybody that is in quarantine if your parents are okay feeling healthy and you guys are healthy yeah spend some time with each other i love it i love that uh they're spending time with each other getting back on my train of thought i was talking about uh, what was the casinos being shut down and and uh, people thinking it's fake and the money and how the money, you know, oh, damn, I'm, I'm not going to even try to think. I'm just going to throw myself into a whole nother world. But uh, let's get let's, let's get it, y'all. Let's get it, y'all. This is one of my podcasts. This is actually my first podcast by myself in a while. I haven't done one of these in a while, but I got it set up in in a different room, which is allowing me to do this. And I've set it up pretty good. And it's time to talk, y'all. It is time to talk. We're just gonna talk, man. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna let you guys know that I am a financial guy, and. Oh, oh, so hey, it came back. Now, now I got what I was trying to tell. My point I was trying to get. So all the people, not you guys, then that's where it came from. I'm not 
directing this to the growing Samoan listeners because you guys are beautiful, smart, intelligent people that are trying to take care of your finances. If you hop on social media or if you're, you know, listening to the news or stumble upon it, which I, you know, highly suggest you don't listen to the news. I try not to, but yeah, you know, it's there in our lives. It's it's there. There's nothing we can do about it. You're going to get all this stupid ass media feeding us crazy shit that we don't want to hear about, but it still gets pumped to our brain. But lately you have noticed, speaking of the news, where I'm trying to get to is that there are a lot of people who are having rallies to reopen their cities, reopen their uh, so-called towns or cities or states so they can get back to work. And all these people are just saying to hell with it. Some people are, I mean, all, not all these people, but some people are just opening, reopening their businesses. There was a barber here in the state of Washington who pretty much said, oh, the hell with it. I'm reopening my, my barbershop. You know, uh, something, he said something of, well, I'm not going to quote it because I don't have the, I didn't write it down, but. Anyways, he was just saying something like, "Hey, uh, our governor Inslee, you know, he's being a he's being a dictator. Just listen to Trump, you know, and, and reopen everything. People like that, you know. And he's an older guy. Apparently, he's a former Marine, Semper Fi, Semper Fidelis. But Marines, you know, they're hardcore, man. They just do whatever the fuck they want to do. And he pretty much has been like, like." secretly been doing barber cuts and stuff because he just doesn't believe in the whole, you know, shutting down the system. And there's a lot of people that are rallying in all their major cities throughout the States, which gets, what's like go comes to my point, which I'm trying to say, why the fuck are y'all rallying? I'm going to tell you guys, the listeners, why all of these mofos are rallying because they don't have financial education people. It's as simple as that. They don't have financial education. What does that mean? That means that they have businesses, they have jobs, they have bills that need to be paid. They had money before this coronavirus happened. They didn't know what to do with it. They didn't save it. They didn't invest it. They didn't put away emergency funds. And the emergency came and now they're all screwed. So... It's sad. It is very, very sad, but it is happening right now. And financial education is not even in their vocabulary. They have no clue of what it is. And now they're scrounging around trying to figure out how to pay their rent, pay their bills, put food on the table. Um, And they're getting frustrated because they can't get through unemployment to give them a damn check. So they can pay all this stuff. So they're running to the capital of their state and are, you know, hosting rallies to protest and say, open up the fucking states so we can start working, so we can get paid. That's what's going on right now in the United States of America. And a lot of social media is, you know, the whole world is watching and they're like, damn, man, you Americans are stupid. You're like the only country who's out there rallying and saying, you know, you know, defying health over finances. Yeah, because Americans are like that, y'all. I mean, 
I love America. I love America. It's just that it's the land of the free, I guess. Do what you want, you know, even though it doesn't make sense to some. I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't. I don't like to get into debates. I just believe that if you believe in something and it's good and it's not hurting anybody, then more power to you. You don't have to feed that down someone else's throat. I'm, I'm make, I made this podcast because I believe in something, which is financial education. And I believe that our people and everybody should be taught it but I'm not trying to shove it down people's throats. So a couple, couple of my son just entered the room. Can't see him, but, uh, cause I got the, the screen thing. It's pretty cool. The, the green screen. But my point is that the reason why a lot of people are getting mad and angry of the shutdown, um, or lock lockdown quarantine is because of money. It's simple. It's because of the moolah, the moolah, baby. It's, that's all it is. They, they're frustrated because they don't have money to support their needs, to support not, not really their needs, but their expenses, their bills, their normal bills. That's all you hear. Like, you don't, a lot of people is, what we preach about in this podcast is, it's very taboo to talk about, to talk about your finances in every culture. In my culture, the Samoan culture, I know it's taboo, 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 whatever you want to call it. And a lot of people don't like discussing about their own finances out there in public, which is fine, which is normal. But you have to, because if you don't, then there's no awareness on it. And that's why I created this podcast to have a space that specifically says a space, a financial education. Oh, you're popping in the thing. Oh, there he is. A financial education podcast space for our Polynesian people, Pacific Islanders. You know, for everybody and those who can relate. What's up, son? Right? Here he is again. What's an asset? Mm? What's an asset? Isn't that where you, isn't that like when you get money? That's right, dog. What about a liability? That's what you lose, That's right, dog. Now get out the picture. Go do your own podcast. <laughs> I'm going to make this guy like he's famous. He's going to have his own YouTube page pretty soon. But Close the door. Lock it. Well, don't lock it. Let's just close it. So financial education is key and just learning about it will set you up for success. And, and a lot of people are going cuckoo because of uh, the finances they lack of right now. And I, I'm not, I'm, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for people because I have been there. I have been there and I just can't imagine myself right now, you know, just, well, I can't, I can picture myself, but I can't imagine myself right now, me and my wife and all of our kids being in that situation because we were in that situation for years before this, the whole pandemic, before this pandemic shit, we were already going crazy and shit, living paycheck to paycheck, uh, stretching out every single dollar and getting pissed off. You got to use the, the, the car to go an extra mile from that gas. And, there's people out there that are in that situation that can't go to work, that cannot do the things um, to help support their families financially. And that's sad. That right there is sad. And the reason why I said it's, it's, it's 
needs to not be taboo to talk about your finances, that's the main reason why is because if you don't talk about money in your household, or if you don't talk about money to your spouses, or if you don't talk about money to your, your children, uh, your kids or your parents, guess what? You guys won't grow. You won't learn things. You won't pick up on things that other people know. So talking about it is a real big, big, important thing in the world. But we see the results right now. I mean, there's a lot of, look, y'all, there's a lot of so-called depression, which is leading into suicide right now. And it's real. This is real talk. There's numbers that, I mean, shit, man. Let me, think, if I, let me Google something right quick. There's numbers of depression, suicide, suicide in the U.S. Let me type this in. Suicide in the U.S. Um, from COVID, not COVID, COVID-19. And I heard a, a lot of other podcasts talk about the suicide rate, which is sad because of not only people being quarantined and and, you know, just committing suicide because of finances, but it can be anything, you know, it could be things that happen within um, spousal abuse, uh, within, you know, emotional abuse or uh, just, just all kinds of things. And uh, I'm trying to bring up something here. Coronavirus disease 2019 and firearms in the United States will... Will an epidemic of suicide follow? God damn, what kind of article is this? Since February 2020, as U.S. public health officials have focused on containing blah, 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 gun sales. Well, yeah, gun sales went up because people are freaking out, just like The Walking Dead. You know, since this started, there were long lines uh, at the gun stores and people were just bought, buying up. I remember the homie, uh, Ooh Skywalker, hit me up and said, hey, what's up, Ooh, you got, you going to get your funga or what? And I, I remember talking to him about, yeah, I need that Mossberg, you know. I, I, I wanted a, you know, a rifle for the house, what you call a shotgun or whatever. But, you know, I just, I kind of veered off from that because I used to have, I used to have Gats, the Fangas. And I don't know, I haven't had a Fanga in a while. And I, I feel kind of more comfortable without it, more safe. And eventually, yeah, maybe. You know, maybe I'll get a sidearm and uh, maybe a rifle. But the 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 point is that there's a lot of people out there who, yeah, just buying the shit out of guns because they're ready to go to zombie war and everything. But that's not what I was trying to look for. I was trying to look for suicide. Anyways, that suicide stuff is, is real. Can't find an article on it right now. Suicide. COVID-19. Let me type that in. Suicide COVID-19 USA. All right. Let's see what pops up on there. So let's see. Altered brain. No, no, no. COVID-19 and suicide in uncertain connection. Uncertain. Oh, let's, let's see about that. That was from April 22nd. Excuse me. I live and work in Colorado, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, that's that's 
That's not. That's gonna take too long. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. But there is suicide that is happening a lot, and around the world, y'all. And I don't have numbers or facts, and I can't juggle around on this computer right now. I can't find a real good article on it, but um, my thing is that when I heard about the suicide, the suicide stuff, I heard a lot of it from happening because of domestic violence. There's a lot of domestic violence. And I remember us talking about that in our earlier podcast about Domestic violence, being angry, hey, throwing wrenches at each other. Uh, not literally, but, you know, uh, metaphorically. I was trying to look for that word. And it's um, very, very sad to hear about families or people going through you know, um, abuse right now. Domestic violence within the home during this pandemic because people that don't really love each other or not really love each other that hate each other uh, because of whatever it may be, you know, finances or adultery, you're stuck with each other in the same house and your emotions just keep growing, whether it's yeah, sad or more angrier and then it leads to a blow up, a boom, a time bomb, boom. And then, you know, just the worst happens, you know, big ups, prayers to people who are victims that have had something happen to them or are victims right now that are going through things, you know, especially our peoples. I just hope and pray that this podcast finds you because I believe me and my wife truly believe because we we were. We used to be, you know, we still argue with each other. That's normal. But when there's one thing that's the number one reason for divorce and that one thing is taken care of. And what I mean by divorce is it causes all the problems for people to argue, to fight, to hate each other, to want to kill each other, want to rip each other's throats out, you know, all this drama stuff. When that number one thing which is finances is taken care of people. Your relationship will get better. I'm not going to guarantee it'll get better, but I'm saying it'll help out dramatically because it's a fact. It's a stat that the number one reason for problems or marital problems is finances. And Jesus Christ, I'm living proof, me and my wife, that it is true. Once you take care of your finances, Life gets easier. I, I can say it. I can say it because it's it's happening to me. And there you go. I, I'm not going to preach about shit that, that's not happened to me, that hasn't gone, you know, hasn't happened. So I can speak 100% facts for this, that it is true. I mean, you can, when Tala's on the podcast, she, we always talk about how it's so much better. Even when we're not on the, the podcast, we just sit around, we talk about shit. Can you imagine what we're, or just can you remember where we came from? All the bullshit that we had to go through, the, the stupid fights we had, uh, and why we had those fights. It was all because of 
money, you know, in a bad way. You know, there's the good and there's the bad about money. And oh, shit, we've been through it. So we're just trying to preach the good. And, you know, I just, yeah, that's crazy. And just thinking about the people that are hurt out there that don't see the light. It's, it's very, 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 very sad that them not being able to see the light or to even think that there's a, a, a glimmer out there or to even see the glimmer is just, it's sad. And that's where a lot of people are just ending their lives. They're ending their lives. And, you know, condolences to people that have and the family members that have had to go through that. I, I just can't imagine. I've heard of plenty of plenty of um, of Samoan families that have had family members or know of, of family members or friends that have had family members commit suicide. And not only Samoan people, I'm talking about all peoples, Polynesians, you know, whether whatever you may be, you know, Palangi, Meoli, Pali, Filipino. It's it's very very sad. Doing this podcast, I hope and pray that just by learning something about your finances can turn that frown upside down, you know, to make your life a little bit happier. And, geez, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I I just can't imagine. I think I'm just going to get off this topic real quick because this is not cool. Anyways, there is light at the end of the tunnel, y'all. Um, depression is real. I've had depression in my life. Um, after graduating from high school, this is real talk, y'all. I'm gonna tell you guys the truth right now. I had depression in my life. Ain't no no fucking doctor had to tell me I had depression. I had depression at the age of, I believe I was around 19. That was at the height of my depression. I was a graduate out of high school. I didn't know where I was going. My mom was in the hospital bed at home. She had an aneurysm. She was paralyzed. She couldn't talk. She only could uh, mumble and because she had a stroke. Aneurysm called her a stroke. Her whole side of her, her brain was gone and and she was in uh, just a coma state where, or not a stroke state where they get back, but they can't speak. And it was hard for her to to uh, do a rehabilitation. I was stressing, I just graduated, how she wasn't able to get, you know, to, to come to the graduation. My dad was fighting diabetes. I had to take him to dialysis every other day. Um, I mean, I was, we were financially broke. My dad was in debt. I used to take him to payday loans like every two weeks at different payday loans and I never understood what he was doing but I just used to just take him because I was his driver that's the only thing I could do to help on my, my father he's in fighting diabetes and trying to play off payday loans after payday loans because he's in debt my my siblings they're just all over the place you know trying to start their own lives we're still in the same area and well, out here in the Pacific Northwest but financially, nobody had it. Nobody had it. We're all living paycheck to paycheck. I just graduated high school. My dream was to be an entrepreneur, business owner. Um, I wanted to own my own club. I was just, just that's a dream, right? That's just my dream. 
but graduating high school, I was, I had no role models. I was depressed. I was a young teenager with bad acne. Um, I, I started falling into alcohol and, and other things, you know what I'm saying? Back in my younger days and, and the depression just got high, high. And I was just pretty much lost. I didn't know what I was, was doing. Um, was frustrated from my home living, frustrated with uh, the condition of my parents, the condition of um, my my household, uh, meaning like uh, where we were going, we're, you know, living in apartments and just being lost and wishing I had all these other things. And that depression, it, it took a real turn. Uh, I think, I, I don't know, I was just young, you know, acne kid, uh, you know, lost, thinking that my whole life was over. I didn't, there was no college in place. My my cousins were going to universities. They were moving on. Uh, I was looked at as the bad kid, you know, because I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I, I did do some dumb things when I was younger. Uh, actually, when I graduated in high school, true story. The day of my graduation, I was driving down the the highway to go to my relative's house for the graduation party, and I got pulled over, and I got locked up, and I spent my graduation night in a juvenile uh, cell, and that was because in my younger days, <laughs> I used to like graffiti. I used to do graffiti, so I got busted when I was um, doing graffiti in uh, a former high school. And it was just a fine that my family couldn't pay. It was just a fine. I went to whatever little juvenile court and they said, okay, you just pay this fine. And my, I thought my family took care of it, but they didn't. And that fine turned into a warrant. And when I got pulled, I got pulled over. Um, I had my license. I just didn't know I had a warrant for that. Yeah. That's how my life started off. So, Things start building up. I start getting depressed because I thought I didn't know where I was at. But anyways, suicide time. I got the salt off shoddy and I was ready to blow my head off. But I didn't. So let's fast forward and um, talk about today. People are ending their lives. I went through depression at a point in my life when I was young. My children, some of my children have been through depression. Um, my older uh, kids and I've had experience to talk to them, you know, down and just tell them love is all that matters. Love is all that matters. And that love has, you know, went a long way. And that's the only reason why I'm here today. You know, there was thoughts running through my head and I said, no, I'm not going to, you know, do anything crazy with this sawed off shotgun and with the barrel in my mouth. But Yeah. It didn't go that route. I said, I seen a little glimmer of light because I just could think about good things. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to think about those good things if it wasn't for the love that my family has always preached to each other and, and shared with each other. I think sharing love within your household right now during this quarantine time really means a lot to every individual in your household. If you just continue to show your love, whatever it may be, how it may be, just keep doing it. I, yeah, that's my suggestion to everybody battling through uh, 
domestic violence and depression and uh, emotional anxiety through this coronavirus. Now let's give it a little quicker picker up or right quick. So to switch off from the emotional part, you know, I want to talk about the things that'll stop or help to control the emotional part, which in my life right now, in this point in time, excuse me, is um finances. Finances can help you out um big time to control these emotions. So it brings a little bit more light and a little bit more ease into your lives. So this past week, I believe, or maybe the week before, I was listening to a podcast and I said, okay, I need um I need something to give to the people out here. And I came up with something that I really loved that I got from another podcast, which was the stimulus package breakdown and how it's being spread out and how it's being used and who's paying for it and, and all the good things that people you know need to know that could help benefit them through this COVID-19. Because the bottom line is <laughs> people need money. Everybody needs their money right now. And there's some good news about everybody's money. And there's some good tips in this information that I'm about to give that can help everybody out within their own households, in their lives today. Hopefully, hopefully. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to go over some things that I, I jotted down my own uh, with notes from a podcast that I listened to. Now, the name of this podcast is called Journey to Lunch. It's a Maoli girl. Her name is Jamila Soufran. And big us to her because I've been listening to her. I've been following her. I really love her podcast about it's a It's a personal finance podcast, but it's from a Maoli perspective. She's from, I think her family's from Jamaica. She's from Jamaica, but she was raised in the East Coast. And she had the upbringings of uh, Jamaicans out there in the East Coast and finances. And she's a personal finance uh, gal. And, and she has a lot of interesting guests on her podcast. And I love to listen to her podcast because you know, I can relate in somewhat because she has her, her reason for making that podcast is to have a space for her people, the Maori people, you know. And it's pretty interesting. It got me thinking about making my podcast for to have a space for Pacific Islanders, Polynesians. So this 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 podcast that I listened to is a great episode. It's episode I got it right here, one fifty one from the Journey to Launch podcast, and it's titled "Everything You Need to Know About the Economic Relief Package" with Lynette. Kalfani Cox. Now, Lynette Kalfani Cox is a woman that she had on her podcast, a guest who is like a major, super, super financial um, uh, lady, African lady too, also American, all African American. And she has been a guest, a guest on, I, I believe they, they talk about on Oprah, Dr. Phil, um, big time, 
big time. She's big time, right? And so she had her on her podcast because she said that she saw a tweet that the girl Lynette posted about her reading the, what is that? I have the notes here. Reading the 880 pages of the stimulus package. The 880 pages. This is this girl, this African-American girl, she's, you know, finance girl. She read it all for everybody. So she pretty much did it so she can, you know, break it down to everybody. And that whole podcast, if you guys want to listen to that, that podcast, I suggest you do. Because all I'm going to do is just talk about the notes that I got from it. But it's a very, very good, important podcast for you guys, Americans, Polynesians, to listen to so you guys can get an idea of what this whole stimulus package is all about. And I'm going to put the link of that podcast at the bottom of the show notes. If you scroll down to the show, to the notes, and or the about section, I'll have the link there. Click on that link. Listen to that. It's a, it's a great listen. It's a great listen, y'all. And this is good. This is good stuff. Now we're getting into the good stuff, the real good stuff. I went through a whole little tandem thing earlier, but that's just talk. That's why I talk about life. Now it's time to talk about finances. So let's talk about finances. So I'm going to break down what I got from the 880 pages that the gal read. Okay, these are my notes. So... I'm just going to skim through this stuff, you know. In America, America, um, we have a stimulus package. And for all you uh, other countries, listeners out there, uh, New Zealand, Australia, all you Polynesians out there around the world, uh, you, I guess you guys have your own stimulus packages that have been pretty well. So, But this is uh, something for the, the poly-Americans. Also for American Samoa, because American Samoa is the same thing uh, that we get here uh, for the island of America Samoa. Okay? So what I got from it was, of course, what everybody knows is that we got uh, this so-called stimulus package. This called the CARES Act. And that was like a $2 trillion uh, package that really helped out everybody. That means, I mean, that that was the $1,200 check where everybody's getting their stimulus check that, you know, everybody's been talking about, oh, you got my $1,200 check, you get yours, you get yours. Uh, you got to file for this time and, you know, you have to file for your taxes and it'll come through direct deposit, blah, 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 blah. That was that packet. That's the one that's the most popular, the CARES Act. Now, what people don't really talk about, and they talk about in this podcast, in the, the Journey Swamp podcast episode, is that there were actually two packages before that that were passed by Congress, one in early March and one in mid-March. And there was a lot of benefits that uh, the Lynette girl talks about. And one of them is basically, um, let's see here what I had here. Uh, big businesses, single individuals to help author and pay bill. And I talked about that. So, oh, so the main thing that I really loved is how she was talking about that. This is not a stimulus. They call it stimulus package. But when she said it's stimulating, stimulus means you're stimulating the economy, meaning that you're putting money, getting money to put it back into the economy, meaning you're, you're buying more stuff to, to keep uh, being a, uh, you know, uh, 
people to, to, to build up, meaning your consumer. You mean you, you get money and you throw it back into the, the economy by buying stuff, purchasing stuff. Well, the, the thing I loved about what she said is this is not actually stimulating. This is not stimulus. This is pretty much a relief. That's why they call it relief, a relief packet to help pay bills and to keep businesses afloat. That's all it is. And it's just that 1200 bucks. That's all we get, that one-time payment. Now, besides the one-time payment, there's good things that they talk about here. Um, the one thing that I love is that the fact that she said that they're, they're, the three packages are not enough. There is going to be a stage four. And there's going to be billions in that to help out uh, the people. And from what I'm seeing, when I'm watching myself on this Twitter feed is that they're, you know, propositions of everybody getting like a $2,000 check a month uh, with $500 extra per kid, um, 200 per adult. And they talk about that in the podcast. And hopefully that hurry ups and, and comes through because she says that it will because the government knows that this is not enough, but the phase four will come through to help out. And hopefully they, they hurry up with that because that's a lot of money that can, you know, help out a lot of people. Where's the money coming from? Um, well, pretty much it's coming from us, the taxpayers in the U S you know, we, all the taxes that, that we pay, over our whole lifetime that it's been going and you've been wondering where it's going through. Well, that's where it's coming from. And that's what she said. So, you know, something like that, because we, we make up in the, uh, the United States, we make up just how much money we make a year in the, it's called the GDP. GDP stands for general, wait, oh, I mean, gross domestic product. Yeah. That's what it's called. That just means how much money that we make a year. So here in America, we make 33 trillion, and this is from her, what she was saying, 33 trillion, trillion dollars is the makeup for the American USA GDP, the gross domestic product. And pretty much that's where the, our money is coming from with this, these uh, packages, these packets, stimulus packets. Now, the one thing I did like Another thing I did like what she said is that with this money that's coming from ourselves is that some benefit more than the others when it comes to receiving this money. Meaning that if you have ever read the Rich Dad Poor Dad book, you would understand that the rich, they know, understand tax breaks when the poor they don't and they don't get any of the tax breaks and that's where all of our money is going to um tax breaks if you understand taxes taxes are the number one killer in your your finances but if you understand taxes and how to use it to your advantage then you pretty much are winning you're winning you're a winner and only the real rich people because they educate themselves in finances, understand taxes. So pretty much that's what I got from, you know, that is somewhat of the rich dad, poor dad uh, meanings or teachings. 
If you haven't already reached that point out, I highly suggest you do that. Because there's a quick breakdown. I can break down a quick. Because we got time. We got time, God. We got time. If you ever Google it, just Google rich dad quadrants. Okay. Now, the rich dad, uh, the thing I love about him is he explains of four boxes. Okay. In the, in the quadrant. So you draw a square and you put a cross right in the middle. That's four boxes. On the, on the one side, let's just say the left side, you have an E on the top and an S on the bottom. That stands for employee, and the S stands for self-employed. Now, on the other side, you have a B on the top and an E, or I mean an I, not E, an I. Now, the B stands for businesses, meaning big businesses, 500 plus employees. And the bottom stands for I, investors. So what the girl was saying is that the people that understand the taxes will benefit more than the people that don't. Well, the rich dad, poor dad quadrant explains it all. Everybody on the B and I side, the businesses, 500 people more, and the I, the investors, they reap the rewards. They're the ones who get taxed the less. They get all the benefits from this package because a lot of it won't come out of their pocket. And everybody on the left, on the E and the S, means the employee and the self-employed on the left, they're the ones who get taxed the most. They're the ones that pretty much lose. I love that analogy of the rich dad, poor dad quadrants because it's something I learned in the beginning stages of my financial education journey and that has stuck with me till today i am now uh moving over to that good side the b and the i side and i am in the i side investor side which is the best side to be on the best box quadrant to be on in my opinion because that's when your money is making money for y'all so if you still haven't read the uh, rich dad poor dad book y'all or, or listen to the audio book. Yeah, man. I highly suggest you guys do that today. So, as we know, you know us here in America, we received our checks, our $1,200 checks, one-time checks. I got mines. You know, Tyler got hers, our kids. Uh, our oldest son, he got his. And then we get um, uh, the 500 for for the, the children. So basically um, you get 1200 per adult. If you're making 75 um, K a, a year and under uh, that for couples, if you file, and this is if you file taxes, if only for like taxes, if you file taxes as a single, the for 2019 or even this year, 2020, then you get that 1200 per person. Uh, if you made 75 K and under, if you made 24k as a, um, or if you made 150k as a couple, you get the $2,400 check, and then 500 extra for each kid who's uh, 16 and under. Um, now, let's talk about unemployment, y'all. Unemployment. If you if you have if you if you're getting cut off short hours or you have been cut off from your job, file for unemployment, y'all. You know, just keep going through. I know the 
unemployment hasn't been cutting checks as as fast as they could be. I know they they it's hard for you guys to get through because my wife she has been cut hours too, but she has you know been claiming her unemployment. Now there's ways you can go about it. You can go file for. I mean, you can do your unemployment thingy where you got to check in or whatever log in. Um, during the midweek, they said it's best because a, a millions and millions of people are trying to do it all at the same day on Sunday because that's the earliest. So everybody thinks that, okay, if we all do it, uh, they're thinking the same thing. We all log in on Sunday, then we can get it as early as Wednesday. But when everybody did that, it crashed. The system crashed. There's just too many people. This has never happened before. And all these millions of people fighting for, you know, the unemployment on the same day or uh, logging in at the same day to uh, make their claim, their weekly claim, because you got to make like a weekly claim. So if you do it in the midweek, uh, it helps out. He said it helps alleviate the system and you'll get your money eventually. Now with the packages, uh, uh, people, some people have already gotten their, their unemployment checks. I know of some people that have, and my wife has, uh, know of some people has, and uh, she's still waiting for hers, but you get an extra $600 max on top of whatever you're claiming for unemployment. And my wife's coworker has received her unemployment check, her partial unemployment check, because they haven't lost their job completely. It was just hours they were cut. And she also received the $600 or the portion of that extra $600. So that's a good thing. Not only are you getting paid from unemployment, but you're, the, the stimulus packages have threw on an extra 600 to that. And that's what the Lynette girl talked about in the podcast. Um, let's see here. Yeah, so it's anything for hour loss or if you got furloughed or if your hours are cut. The CARES Act added uh, that federal benefit of $600 extra weekly all the way through July. Okay. Now, that's the unemployment. So just keep filing for unemployment, uh, Medicans. And the federal, you know, once your check comes in, you'll have that extra money. That's that's what this money is. It's our money. You get your money. Get your money back. Next up is the federal mandate for sick pay. Now, this is cool because the the package also allows you for, if you have any kind of COVID-affected um, related stuff, whether it's you or this your children, your spouse or your parents, or if you need to take care of somebody, this, this stimulus package will give you 10 days of sick pay, 100% of sick pay for 10 days. They will pay you for free. That's what this package is about. Uh, if anything COVID related and the max is up to $5,110 for 10 days total. So if you have anybody who's ill from the COVID-19 or have been ill, or if you have been ill and you were trying to figure out where you're going to get money from those lost days of sick pay, contact the CARES Act and tell them, give them all the information and they will pay up to 10, 10 days, 100% of all those sick days that you missed out. That leads into the FMLA. This is pretty cool. It's also uh, pretty an extra extra money for everybody. FML the FML benefit is an extension of the FMLA. So if you 
let's just say they just said if you you work and you know your kids can't go to daycare or the schools um, are closed, your schools are closed, like our kids, the schools closed. You can have a total of twelve weeks paid from the FML extension from the stimulus package. Ten weeks are guaranteed paid. The employers don't have to pay the first two weeks, from what I heard got from their podcast. But basically, you can get ten weeks paid from the FMLA extension through the stimulus package act, and that that can be just for your kids is not being at being at home from not going to, going to school because the schools are shut down or. If you got to be at home to watch uh, your kids that are in daycare because they can't go to daycare, the, this package will pay out 10 weeks of FMLA. Now, I'm not sure how much of the portion is that that they're going to pay out. Well, if it's two thirds or 100 percent, but still, let's just say that you're at home right now because you have um, kids that can't go to school and you got to watch them. You can file for the FMLA extension through this uh, from the COVID, the stimulus package, and receive benefits up to 12 weeks, up to 10 weeks, up to 10 weeks. 12 weeks is if your employer pays the two first two weeks. But after the first two weeks, it's guaranteed 10 weeks are paid. Look into that, y'all. There's some people out there like me, me and, and, and Tala. I thought about it, too. And I could, we could file for it and have FMLA and stay home to watch the kids. And we're still thinking about it, but it depends on how much they're going to pay out. I believe when I looked at it, it was said it'll pay out two thirds of your pay. And I ran the numbers and I said, well, we're, we're fine. You know, the kids are okay because they have, we have some, some people they can watch, but it's still an option. It's still an option. Some this is for you guys who stumble upon this and you know might need to take uh, action and and use that FMLA stuff. So the state max and the benefits. State max for the benefit. What is that talking about? What did I write? Why did I write that note down? Put the links to the state max. Right, that was something she was talking about. So. Uh, in in that podcast, Journey to Launch podcast, episode one fifty one, the girl Lynette says that on her website she has the every state of what they're allowed for the max benefits. What does she mean about max benefits? I can't really remember what she was talking about, but you'll you'll listen if you listen to that podcast, you'll you'll understand. You'll hear what she's talking about. I think it it means. The max benefits. Hmm. Take another sip of this truly can right quick. <laughs> oh, snazzles. I'll, I'll, I'll probably figure that out while I was trying to get out with that in a little bit. Let's move on. So, this tax credit will not be taxable. All right, let's talk about the good news about this whole. Stimulus package, Americans. Number one, you do not have to pay this back. This is our money. It's free money. Number two, this is not going to be taxable for next year. That means it's free money. They won't, they won't put taxes on it or anything like that. So basically, this is a relief package. We're finally getting some money back from the freaking 
government to help us through these times. The only thing about it is it's taking long for them to cut out these checks and they still need to get through phase four. Phase four needs to hurry up because people need money now. But if you can take care of the FMLA, if you can take care of the unemployment, uh, do that. Do that now if you haven't done that. That can help you already through the packages. But stage four is coming. I hope that comes soon because that'll kick in and help out a lot of people too. Now, let's see. There's uh, For those that have student loans, they talk about this too, that all student loans are pretty much put on pause with no penalties whatsoever. Uh, I think they gave it like a six months pause. What did I put down here? Payments all the way through September. Oh, September. Okay. So they paused all student loans until September 2020. So basically, for those of you guys that are paying student loans, you ain't got to pay student loans. It's put on pause. There's no penalties. There's no hit on your credit reports. Credit bureaus don't get anything. It's all waived all the way through 2020. So boom. Damn, that's a lot. That's a, that's some, that's a plus right there, y'all. Because... I had to pay student loans and that was a bitch just to get a break, especially through this pandemic for all you former students paying student loans out there, more power to you. Now you get a little break, you know, get a little break, use that money for something else. That's something you need. Use that money for bills or for food. You know, you get a break. That's pretty cool. Well, no penalties. And for those that um, had defaults from March 13th are being refunded. That's cool. So all you guys that once uh, the this effect went in order on March 13th, if you were defaulted after March 13th in any kind of student loan whatsoever, uh, you get a you get a break to actually give you money back. You know, if you paid something. So that's pretty cool. Let's talk about what I got next. What it says here: forgiveness loans for small businesses. Now it goes down to the stuff that I really don't give a shit about. Pretty much forgiveness loans. Uh, there's, there's benefits for small businesses. Um, I, I don't have a small business. I don't give a shit. There's benefits. Well, actually I have a 1099 for door dashing, but that's, that's nothing. Um, small business loans, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you could get a loan if you're a small business loan. That's all I'm talking about. Um, and then it goes to, Big businesses, which I really don't give a fuck about, meaning they can uh, have a forgiveness loan, another loan. Oh, fuck you. I don't care about the big businesses. I'm not in, I don't have a big business. I don't know anybody who has business. Well, I do know people who have small businesses. So, yeah, that could benefit those that have a small business. You can make a loan and you can get a loan forgiveness. So, that might be something you might be interested in. If you are, you go listen to the uh, Journey to Launch podcast and the net girl will talk more about that. But I ain't going to talk about that shit. I don't care about that. Okay. The last thing I'm going to talk about is something else I don't care about, which is you can make a higher loan in your 401k. The reason I don't give a damn about that is because this podcast is for beginners. I haven't even did a 401k podcast yet, so why the fuck would I talk about making a loan from your 401k? I know a lot about it, but I would rather preach about what a 401k is first and you know how you can benefit from a 401k 
the ups and downs and about making loans. So this information is pretty much for those that don't know anything about finances and are thinking that, man, I need money now. I can take it out my 401k. Well, what the Lynette girl says in her podcast is what I preach. And that is don't fucking touch your 401k, people. That is your investment. Okay, that's your investment for your future so you can reach financial independence if you have a 401k. All right. Um, now, that's pretty much it. A little talky, talky, talky about, you know, this information I got because I think that can help out a lot of people financially right now with the FMLA uh, extension benefit and also the unemployment extra $600 on top of your unemployment and pretty much the information that you don't have to pay back. This is free money, all right? Which is where I'm going to end off at my main whole point of this, right? I wanted to talk about this is what are you going to do with your money, your stimulus benefits, okay? Obviously, it's, it's obvious that you have to pay your bills. You have to buy food. You have to pay your rent. That's obvious, right? Now, for me and Tala, we have been fortunate to understand finances before this whole pandemic thing and financial thing happened. And what we are doing is pretty much sitting on it, if that's what you want to call it. You sit on it because we don't need to use this stimulus package money that they're giving us. But when I mean sit on it, that means we're waiting to see how we're going to use this to invest. We're going to use this as free investment money that the good Lord and the good Lord has willingly fell and out of the sky and threw into our laps to increase our, 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 our investment funds to reach that final goal of financial independence. So what we're doing is I, I put some money, like if you listen to our podcast a lot, you hear about uh, me investing and stuff. So if you know anything about stocks, um, we're, I threw a lot, threw some money into my 401k, which is stocks. I need to do a damn podcast about 401k already. It'll come. It'll come. This is all for beginners, but it'll come probably in a few episodes. And I put some money, uh, threw some more money into the stocks that we're investing in. Um, it's mainly index funds. Those are stocks. If you're wondering which stocks, it's index funds. Do your research, do your homework on low-cost index funds because those are the tickets. That's the tickets to when it comes to investing in stocks. Uh, they're low-cost and they're index funds, which means that index funds have everything in it. You're paying for a group of stocks and it has all the major ones and all the other ones that they feel will benefit from. And the great thing about index funds is when something is doing great, 
it'll stay in the index fund. When something is going poor, it'll fall off. And the next one that's better will jump up in it. Something like that. I'll get into that in another podcast. But when your stocks are low, that's when you buy them. And right now, if you know anything about stocks, they're low. So you buy them. And then the next thing you know, they'll grow, grow, grow. And then in the future, yeah. You know, you start cashing out. That's how you, you pay for your, your your living, your financial independence. But anyways, going off tandem here. But the bottom line is financial education is pretty much, it takes care of everything, people. Educate yourselves on all the information I gave you guys today from what I learned. Or don't. It's up to you. You can, you know, take your time out 10 minutes a day and listen to a podcast, a financial podcast. Or you can spend 10 more hours watching, uh, you know, Tiger King. Motherfucker over there with his lions and shit. You know, Carol Baskin, you bitch. I don't even know. I watched like a few episodes and I had to stop. But, you know, there's all these Carol Baskin jokes and all the Tiger King jokes. The reason why I stopped watching Tiger King, and I'm going to tell you guys the honest truth, is that I'm a financial guy. I'm trying to get my peoples out of the gutter. I'm trying to help my family. I'm trying to help people find ways to um, become financially free. My whole main goal is to teach, is to reach financial independence and to teach financial independence. And when I was watching that, I just couldn't believe the, and I'm, uh, I'm going to just explain like this. I'm going to say it out like this. I just can't believe um uh, what is it called? There's a word for it. I'm trying to trying to trying to think of. Um, um, God damn! Why am I going to brain fart here? I'm drink some more truly. Privilege. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. I just couldn't believe the privilege that I I seen watching that show, and that's the one thing that I just that pissed me the fuck off. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? This? Are you fucking kidding me? That's what that's that's the only thing I saw. And I hate to say it, but it's not really. I don't hate to say it. I'm gonna say it straight up. White privilege. Watch Tiger King again. Go back and watch Tiger King again. Going back and watch Tiger King again. How the fuck did these guys, women, have been allowed to keep animals, crackheads, dope fiends, steal money from I mean steal food from from fucking, you know, the free, you know, all the Walmart meats and shit, living on a goddamn land, and just over years, decades, I was like, and, and get paid and just go through the system without anything happening to them. So white privilege, y'all. I mean, you can say what the fuck you want about it, but. That's, that's the reason why I turned that show off. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, damn. I was like, how the hell can this guy, you know, just use all, afford all this stuff and, and just continue to live a life like this and just focus on just stupid shit, like buying tigers and having this tiger stuff and getting guns. And, and I don't know. I don't know, man. I just, I just thought that, there was just some stupid shit. That show was just fucking pissing me the hell off because there's people out there in the world that get away with all this kind of stuff, this nonsense stuff, 
because it's just just how the world works in certain areas. And then there's people that are struggling, real life people like us, who we can't get, you know, the privilege like some other people because of the color of our skin, um, the information we get, the the side of the railroad tracks we live on because there's no kind of libraries and there's no kind of Samoan Poly- Polynesian, um, you know, superiors in the government that can help us, uh, that can, that can, you know, just guide us to how to go all about our ways. It's just, these people had all the time in the world on that show to just sit around and fuck around be, and live life the way they wanted to, to, to live life with no problems because, you know, it's Florida or it's wherever the hell they live at. And it's cool. You know, it's cool for them. It's, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just going on a tandem there again. I don't, anyways, fuck that show. I thought it was stupid. You know, it's just another, I'd rather watch a sci-fi show that's fake than watch this real shit that I just get pissed off because I can see the privilege on some, you know, some, some cultures and some people that we can't even get that. We just, you, some, someone's have a fucking tiger farm. What the fuck you think is going to happen? Hmm? You know, these motherfuckers are going to come out and just start harassing us, you know, because we're going to try to fight, you know, Paki over there, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it still takes time. I think it just depends on where you live at. You know, in America, it's very different out here. In, uh, in America, yeah, I mean, it's stupid out here, you know, sometimes. it's I like to, to say it all the time. It's, this world, this country was based, was, was built on racism. It's pretty much it and it's like that all around the world too but here in america i mean i'm raising man i, I know it's, i know it's popping out here in the states man it's, you know i know it's popping you look at this picture right here on the youtube page this dude right here with no shirt on this dude right here this dude right here you know he's cool you'll get away with a lot of shit that none of us can get away with these cats right here these asian cats yeah man yeah you do you you picture some more dude in the background of this video? I'm talking about the YouTube page. Yeah, then it's all like everybody would just walk out the way and be scared of you for no reason. Like me. You walk in this video, if you watch a video and I'm walking down this beach next to this, ain't nobody gonna stare at that by long you do. They're gonna stare at me. Like, oh man, watch out, this guy's gonna beat you up. Uh, that's just how the way it is, man. You know. Going on another tandem there, but it's my fucking show. <laughs> And my wife ain't here to stop me. <laughs> I love you, hon. Hopefully, I'll get you on the next one. But until then, you know, so far, so full. Thank you, guys, everybody, for listening to that Grandma Simone. And if you haven't already, please go down to the iTunes, rate, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Go to the YouTube page. Leave a comment. It's your boy, DJ Hint. Hint, doggy dog, a.k.a. Hint Willie with the help chip. Help tip of the day. Damn. Do this coronavirus thing? Um, I don't know. Help tip of the day could be uh, set a routine, I think. I think that's a good help tip. I was thinking about that, too. It's like I, I'm not in quarantine because I still have my day job, and, I get, and then I have a side hustle, so I'm always moving. But for I hear a lot about uh, people who are in quarantine on podcasts that – you know, that are at home, that what they do is they have a routine. They set a routine. 
a daily routine where whether it's getting up and uh, getting the kids ready for their online schooling or setting up some kind of Zoom exercise or reading or taking a break. But I, I suggest everybody just set up a daily routine to get you through this quarantine. Our governor Inslee extended our our quarantine lockdown for another month. So out uh, here in uh, Washington State, we're we're quarantined until the until the end of what is this May? I think May, and we we got like four phases that uh, like every three weeks it, it's gonna like lessen up. So you know, uh, everybody stay safe out there. Please continue to. You know, wash your hands and wear your mask when you're out in the public. Don't be ma. Don't be ma about that shit. I went to the Samoan. Me and my wife went to the Samoan store yesterday. And uh, 90% of the people in line weren't wearing a mask. But we weren't. My wife wore her mask. I didn't go in the line because I went to the other store. But I wore my mask in there because it was, you know, it was necessary. They couldn't go in that store. If you didn't have a mask, it was the Fiji market, the Fiji market. You had to wear a mask. So I went in there with my mask. My wife was in the other line at the Lily's Bakery. Shout outs to Lily's Bakery in the house, the bomb is Samoan food out here in the Pacific Northwest. Big us to her. Um, and my wife was in the line wearing her mask. So continue to, those are the health tips of the day. Help tips, not just health tips. Those are the health tips. Number one, um, Set a routine, daily routine to keep you going, keep your mind going, your body going, you know. Don't stay, don't stay too comfortable. You gotta keep moving. And number two, wash, keep washing your hands and, and wearing your mask out in public. It helps. It helps, though. Um, as a big shout out to to the U Skywalker uh, podcast. He he posted something on uh, his Twitter. Uh, it was or Law, Law the Jedi posted something on Twitter about the 1918 epidemic on and how people were the same way back then. They were the same way. They were fighting about getting, not having to put on masks. Masks were mandatory, but people were fighting it. And there were also posts about people rent that were, you know, fighting about paying their rent. So anyways, uh, history repeats itself. I guess that's my main point. That's how I'm going to end it. History repeats itself. People, just because it's 2020, don't mean we, that we don't have the same eyeballs and nose and mouth and asshole just like the people in the 1918s or the 1700s. History fucking repeats itself, okay? Do what you got to do to protect yourself and your family and your others. And until then, tofa soifua. It's your boy, DJ Hen. Audi 5000G. Peace out.